Welcome to Pop After Dark, the pop culture podcast that's not the same as all the others. So, so, what, so, so do you do you want to talk about yesterday or should we do that in a separate one? We'll, we'll do that in a separate one. This is... Right. right, hang on. Right, we've started. So, I'm welcome, welcome to Pop After Dark. This is the first April Levine edition. Got it right this time on the second attempt. Oh, we are calling it April Levine. April Good. Levine. April Levine is the month of April. So any shows right. in, in in April, it's the month of April Levine. That's what we call April. What um, are we doing for next year? Haven't decided yet. Can it please be? It's gonna be May. Well, no, no, that's next month. Yeah, next month. Next it's month. Next year. It's gonna be May. It's gonna next be year. May. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know the difference between months and years. I know. I know. But we're trying to get you there. We're trying to get you. Wasn't there. January long? Too long, way too long, way mm-hmm. too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right, yeah, so, so this episode, this one we're doing right now, this is going to be our WrestleMania episode. Now, last night, when WrestleMania, but when we were recording this, we were 24 hours after WrestleMania. Almost yeah, exactly. Today is, Mon- today is Monday, the sky is dark. Yes, it's for us anyway, it's late. Um, but last night, uh, was, or yesterday was when WrestleMania happened, um, we we were texting each other during it because we weren't watching it together. Yeah, because you, you didn't want to watch it live, did you, pussy? Well, we'll come to that later. We'll come no, to that we're not going to come to it later. Let's discuss that now. No, no, no. You'll understand, you sold out. You'll understand why that becomes relevant later. Okay? Oh, God, there's a story. We're a very short story, don't worry. Um, oh. But, we were, but we, were, we were texting each other, we were messaging each other, and we were also... Sold doing, out. If if I do say so, some hilarious tweets. Yeah, we're good banter. We are good banter. We are good bands. Um and then and then I, I, I went to bed uh, uh halfway through. So that's when I stopped and I, I watched the rest of it today. So we've got a kind of idea of what we feel about some of the matches on the card, but we haven't actually talked about in, in true pop after dark fashion, we haven't actually talked about the whole thing yet. So It'll be interesting to see how we felt about um, about it, the whole event as it was. It will be interesting. Well, hopefully that's why that's hopefully why people are listening anyway. That's what, yeah. that's what I'm, you know, keen. Insightful with anecdotes. That's that's what we're known for. That's what we're known for. Um, so let's start. Um, I I didn't see the kickoff. Oh, actually, well, hang, kickoff. On, hang on, hang on. Did I tell you what happens on the way home? No. Night. Right. Oh, God. Right. There's an anecdote. Hashtag anecdote. <laughs> so last night, I left you at Stratford. Mm. Da, 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 da. You got on the train. Da, 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 da. I waited to get on my train. Da, 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 da. Shouldn't that replace what in WWE, by the way? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Let's make that All happen. Right. Let's make that happen. Yes. Yeah, so let's everyone go, um, what? What? There you go. When someone says... Da, da. I'll see you next week. Ba, ba, da, ba, ba. When we meet in the ring. Ba, ba, da, ba, ba. I think, I think WrestleMania. Ba, da, ba, ba. Really, I think I'd love to see that tonight, the Raw after WrestleMania. Oh, if only we was there, we could we could just made it happen. Um, Ain't no party without a soap dish party. That is true. Mm. Or, or S Club. Anyway, so I, I had got on the train at Stratford and then about three minutes into the journey as we was approaching right. barking i realized pub rosie and jamal i wish rest in, rest in peace rest in peace um reference there from 2005 
glad to see you was on that. Did you, did you say three minutes? Um, <laughs> oh, is this where you didn't tap out? Is this, has this really made the podcast? The fact that you had to get off your train to I tap out? Remember, I can remember if I told you this. So I Jesus. missed the, that, but that meant, that meant I missed the pre-show. This is, red, this is red hot podcasting. Is this going to make the uh, best of 2018 at the end of the year? It's going to win the Google <laughs> Award from West I with my Oyster card, so I got I disembarked from the train. Well, see, if I had an Oyster card, it wouldn't have been a problem. It's because I paid for it on my, my actual debit card. That's why I had to get off the train, because then it would so charge me some stupid amount. So basically, the model of the story is so dish. You tapped out. You tapped out. See? You tapped out. And you, you, you didn't even want this on the podcast. So... Nah, it's, blind. Nah, it's all come together. There you, you go. Blind, so kudos. Right, so... Can I tell you what happened to me? I didn't tell you what happened to me on the way home. Please do. So what I did, I figured, got out of the station. I'm not going to say where, because, you know, people will follow me. Yes, and course, yeah. um, it was bucketing down with rain. For anyone who isn't of the English persuasion, bucketing means it was chucking it down. <laughs> <laughs> if, they don't, if, they don't know, if they don't know what chucking it down means. I, I mean, if you don't know what it was, it was, it was like cats and dogs. If they don't know what cats... <laughs> it was pissing it down. Basically, it was like a floor, like uh, an Orlando rainstorm. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I once asked a woman to perform that. It cost me £40. So I come out of the station, and it was an Orlando storm thing. Yeah. And um, I figured if I go right, I'm going home. If I go left, I'm going to get some snacks and something to do for me after and whatnot. So I turned left, but I had that dodgy umbrella that I bought from the pound shop that I was displaying with you at our night the night before. How much, how much it cost? It cost me a pound from the pound shop. Okay. Just yeah. Right. Because uh, no, the thing is though, pound shops do stuff that's like a fiver nowadays. <laughs> why am I so? That why am true. I so? No, it's true. Blimey, I'm talking like I'm in Mary Poppins. Call blimey, Mary Poppins. You go for a fiver. This is what happens. Um, this is what happens. You hang around me. That's, that's what happens. Call blimey, so this. So I've gone. I've got myself. I'm, I was going to need a drink for this one, by the way, because I figured we've been out. I've been at work. We've been out, out, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's ten o'clock. And wrestling's going to go on till UK time, 5am. I'm going to need a drink. So I got myself a nice little bottle of vodka soap dish. A nice little bottle of vodka. Oh, whoa, whoa, hang, and... on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What do you mean you're drinking vodka? Oh, no, because it's out now, isn't it? Like, drink now, isn't it? Like, it's uh, no secret. Secret's out, people. This yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it used to just be lemonade. Now it's with vodka. <laughs> Avec vodka. So, I went out... Got myself a um, nice little uh, drink and some snacks. Yep. And because it was absolutely bucketing down, when I got out of Tesco Express, I thought, and the thing is, I'm now walking along, holding my phone, obviously, because who walks about with their hands in the pockets, holding my phone, watching the uh, Battle Royal right. on WWE Network. Yep. This is yep. the future that we're now in. Yep. I walk past someone, he's in a CM Punk t-shirt. Hey. And, and I thought to myself, I could go and share this experience with him, but no, nah, I'll go get my snacks instead. Don't it's the way I am. It's the way I am. So I go get my snacks, and I had to bloody tap out of the app because I had to pay using my phone because yeah. it's the world we're living in now. Paid for it, got back on the app, but then I thought I'm going to get an Uber because I want to get home sharpish. So come out of the app, got my Uber, went back in the app. I'll, I'll tell you, it was like the old um, left, right, left, right. 
with this app. But I was able to watch the Battle Royal right. while sitting in my Uber driven by Mirat. So, Mirat, if you're listening, fella, five stars, sunshine. But you only gave him four. Well, yeah, he's not a very good kisser. Oh, okay. You are supposed to kiss your Uber driver when you disembark the uh, Uber, right? Uh, I've 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 never used Uber, but I've heard that. You it's the, the, How have you never used Uber? Uh, well, I don't have enough money for a start. Alright. Anyway, go uh, on. Pennies for soap dish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Patreon, mate. <laughs> I can't keep the lights on. <laughs> Sorry, you say go on as though that wasn't my story. Oh, is that where it ended? You got an Uber. That's it. That was got, the end. No, basically my story. It was yours, but with Uber. <laughs> You Ubered out. Oh, it just doesn't have to say yeah. into it, does it? Oh. Yeah, you Ubered out. Mine was better. Mine was better. Right. Um, okay, so you saw the pre-show. Uh, I know the results of the pre-show, but it was three yeah. matches on the pre-show. Yeah. Oh, and, and you know what? Before we even start that, right, can we just right. establish the fact that WrestleMania lasted how many hours this year? I think it was nine days, 14 hours and 16 minutes. Yeah, I think, I think, that was, I think that's what it ended up being. Yeah. So uh, three matches on the pre-show. Yeah. So we had two battle royals, yeah, and we had a cruiserweight championship, two hundred five live, yeah, cruiserweight championship. Um, okay, do you want to talk about those briefly? Nah, no, no all right. We'll talk about them quickly. Um, the battle, the thing is, what WrestleMania is competing against, or what WWE is competing against, is the internet, and the internet is full of rumors, and the internet is full of theories. And the internet is full of hope for wrestling fans. Now, with the certainly with the male battle royal, people were expecting to well, see. Uh, just to point out as well, when when he says that, he doesn't mean uh, it had anything to do with with post. He means uh, the male gender, not letters yeah. and, and and envelopes. It is not sponsored by a newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Soak that one up. So, um, <laughs> can we get that on the teacher? Uh, I, I think if we ask Luke, he'll do it for us, yeah. All right, Luke, where is he? Uh, he's not here tonight, but... like, Oh, he's, is he, he downstairs? Was... I'll just go downstairs. Let me impersonate me walking downstairs. Luke, I need a T-shirt. All right, then. That, that's almost what he sounds like, actually. He's on He's on the next episode of uh, Universal After Dark, so uh, you'll, you'll get to hear for yourself just how much he sounded like him. Um, anyway, carry on, please. So, that, so there was people expected to be in the Battle Royal, people expected to return, likes of what? Rey Mysterio, Cass, um, Big Show, Elias. Um, the, people expecting to see something significant. And this is a problem WWE has. So there's so much expectation from every possible angle. Especially that, angle. Mm, they'll never be able to please everyone. Um, but we did get a slight return in that Bray Wyatt returned to help Matt Hardy win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. By the way, or we should point out at this point, we should point out at this point that um, there will be spoilers. So if you haven't seen WrestleMania yet, you might not want to listen to this episode. You know anyway, what? I hope, I hope say <laughs> someone sitting there uh, looking forward to watching the Mal, the sponsored by the Mal Battle Royal, and I've just ruined it for them. I hope you're listening, and fuck you if you are. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's going to be great. 
I don't fuck you, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Hardy won it. Fuck off. <laughs> um, so yeah, Bray Wyatt returned. So we got to see him. He wasn't wearing his hat and he wasn't uh, Husky Harris or whatever, but he's back and he's friends with Matt Hardy. So that was nice. It, it wasn't a great surprise to see Matt Hardy win, but it was nice that we got to see the development of Bray Wyatt after he was deleted. Um, and hopefully we get, we get to see now a progression. So maybe he'll join Matt. There'll be a tag team. Maybe Jeff will then join them and form somewhat of a f- crazy faction. So yeah. we'll see. The um, the two hundred five uh, live match, it was good. There were some really neat spots in it, but a match suffers when the crowd isn't into it. And although the crowd was really heaving at this point, there was like when we saw WrestleMania pre-show last year, a lot of the people weren't ringside for the early matches, and you mm. felt bad for the wrestlers. But it was really, really busy for even the first match, the Battle Royal. Um, so they put on a good show, but just people weren't invested into it because they've not seen them enough on TV to really get invested. They've not been on Raw other than the previous week. Um, so you can't really buy into characters that they were both faces, so you've not really got anyone to cheer against. Um, but, you know, de- decent match. Um, the ending was a bit OTT because uh, where they embraced at the end, you thought like, all right, you're mates, but you don't really need to see that on TV. It doesn't really progress your storyline or characters, but it was nice, nice little moment for them, but not for us. The female Battle Royal was pretty forgettable in all honesty. And there's some, there were some brilliant wrestlers in there about Royal. Um, nice to see Naomi get the nod. I was expecting it to be either Bailey or Sasha Banks. They were, it seemed in the last two, Bailey eliminated Sasha Banks. And then Naomi, who was never eliminated, loved that in a Battle Royal or Royal Rumble match. Um, she slid back in and eliminated Bailey. Reason I like um, her getting a nod over Bailey or Sasha Banks is that they're already involved in the program. Raw is really good with writing, uh, with having creative for their female wrestlers. There's so many different storylines on Raw right now for women wrestlers. On SmackDown, there's barely one. Um, Naomi's a top talent who lost the title never really got a chance to try and get it back and by winning the previously known Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal she now gets elevated into the main event uh, for the next pay-per-view and could potentially now go and face Charlotte um, at the next pay-per-view which is what, Backlash? Yeah, Backlash. Yeah, Backlash, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to see Naomi back in the main event Okay, I'm glad you feel that way. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we, we go on to the main uh, the main show itself. Um, and I didn't catch who the two girls were that did the national anthem. Girls from um, Sister Sister, Tia and Tamira. Oh, excellent. Well, I'm glad because I know that show's on a comeback, so it's good, yeah. good to see them. How I didn't realise it was the Maoris. <laughs> they, they just told them to go home. Mm, go home, my dear. Um, Sorry, that was Luke. <laughs> Same voice. Fuck off, Luke. No. Oh, sorry. He's off, sorry. Yeah, you apologise right now. Is he the Battle Royal yet? <laughs> yeah. So, so we had the uh, the obligatory uh, singing of the national anthem. 
Uh, is it Lush and from? It's America the Beautiful, isn't it? Oh, I could... America's too confusing for me. Star Spangled Banner, you mean? Is that what I did? <laughs> yeah, it's a national anthem. Oh, I wasn't listening to it. I fast-forwarded it. I didn't care for them. Anyway. Fast-forwarded uh, it? Yeah, I'm a little bit of it. I wasn't really listening. It live. How can you fast-forward it if you're watching it live? What no, paradox no, are no, you no, in? No, right, so so what happened was, when I watched it live, uh, when I watched it live, when I turned it on, it was as the opening video package. So I just missed the singing. So it was only when I went back and watched oh. it again that I caught them singing at the beginning of the show. So that, that's how I missed it. Okay. Okay. Um, impressive set, I thought. Yeah, look quite. Look quite. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, the stage was uh, made to look like a uh, like a masquerade ball. Um, yeah. You know, so you could see it at Mardi Gras. Very good. Um, and the show started, and the first match we had was... I see title, baby. Mm. Now, I didn't realise, because I don't watch it, but apparently, I, I noticed Seth Rollins' eyes, he was wearing contact lenses. Yeah. But do you know what, who he was dressed up as? Well, because I, if you remember, I texted you saying, yeah. why isn't Seth Rollins in, dressed up as someone? Yeah. And it was only when, because after WrestleMania finished, WrestleMania then repeated itself. Mm. And I wonder, did anyone watch WrestleMania twice? Or did anyone watch WrestleMania back-to-back? Because it literally, it finished and then started again. Yeah. Do you think anyone watched that? I hope not. <laughs> Could you imagine? If you just sat through seven hours of it, if you're going to sit through it again, that that... that is worrying to me. Well, no, it would have been an extra five because they cut out the pre-show for the repeat. Um, but it was midnight. I was gone midnight at the time it finished in America and obviously gone five in the morning here. But, um, yeah, I was able to, and because I was too tired to go up to bed, I did see the start of um, Seth Rollins again. And I must have been texting you because I didn't see the eyes. I saw his eyes, but I didn't see the eyes on the big uh, Titantron or whatever they call it now. Mm. And he was one of the White Walkers from Game of Thrones, wasn't he? Well, yeah, because the 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 the, the outfit he was wearing was was resembling the armor. So yeah, yeah. When I saw a side by side, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I know now. But yeah, because I've only... very discreet. Yeah, but you know, you know, I think if you got it, you got it. Uh, we yeah. obviously didn't get it, but never mind. Um, so it was the icy time. Did you get it, Luke? No. <laughs> so uh, we had we had Seth. We had. Uh, Finn Balor, who came out uh, wearing rainbow um, patterns on his jacket and his boots to represent the LBGT community. Um, Which is great. Um, I think there was rumours that they were going to... Can we say they were going to turn him gay? I don't know if Triple H and Stephanie have that control over someone's sexuality, but the rumours were that they were looking to make him a gay character, um, which they've got horribly wrong in the past. Um, what was his name? Um, the black wrestler used to uh, be... Orlando like, Jones. That's, yeah, yeah, bisexual, yeah. Bisexual Orlando Jones, yeah. Yeah, and they got that so horribly wrong. Um, and yeah, the rumour was that they were going to have him as a gay wrestler, which would be, you know, fantastic. Um, but why not use it why not have a gay wrestler who is gay? Um, I've got I've got a story here about Finn Balor, right? Okay, which is very relevant to this conversation. So, 
um, I I went to a recording of the Gorilla Position podcast, which is uh, another wrestling podcast, right? Right. Um, and they were doing a live show. I can't remember who the guest was supposed to be, but anyway, whoever it was, they, they couldn't get in. So in the end, they replaced them with Finn Balor. Yeah. Um, so he came out and, and stuff, and he was, he was uh, there being interviewed. And at one point during it, he uh he someone asked him a question about uh bringing a bullet club back or if he could come up with a new name for a club what would it be yeah i i was very drunk i honestly didn't mean this as an insult i really didn't mean it as an oh, insult oh, but so what I done? Did, did you tap out again i shout i'll shout i shouted out gay you shout out you just shouted out gay not even gay club well no because he said like you know what should the name of the club be and i went gay right Right, okay. Um, and I, but I really didn't mean. And the problem is, I realised where I was when I said it, and I was in a room full of wrestling fans, which historically, and I'm glad it's changing, but historically, isn't the most, uh, you know, welcoming of some sexual orientations. Yeah, I think in the UK it's different. I think we're better at it, but certainly in America, in you know, certain places, it's not. It's not really so. Oh yeah, I said to to Bala, um, he should name his new club the Gay Club, um, and and then we had that. So I just thought it tied in really well, and I'm glad I got it out in the open. We are now back. I was I was clearing something from my phone, and it hung up the call. So unprofessional. I'm so sorry. Just just like this podcast, really. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so the gay, club, so the gay club. So, so yeah. So that was my that was my my Finn Balor. So, so, so what, was the, what was the reaction? So I, I didn't hear the reaction. So you shared that gay club, and yeah. obviously you was in you know the environment with wrestling fans. Yeah. Just, what was the reaction when you shared out gay? Yeah, and I, that is how I did it as well. Proper Ben Chang style. Um, hmm. Just just pretty quiet, really. Yeah. Didn't really go any further, and I didn't want to pursue it, so that was it. Yeah. Um, Why? But yeah, I think it is great that because um, where WWE have embraced, you know, a lot, they've never really, you know, been vocal um, in support of the LGBT community. And I think it is great, especially in this day and age where kids need to know that they belong because it will be horrible for any kids or any person to feel as though they're not accepted or what they choose to believe or love isn't correct so just by having just by having like a kid see a wrestler on tv saying that it's okay would make you know a massive amount of difference to a kid out there who you know may be struggling to come out which shouldn't which shouldn't also be a phrase but that's for another podcast <laughs> um i think it's great that finn Balor is doing this and i hope that they continue to do it and it isn't just a once-off um, i know that the t-shirts are for sale on the uh, WWE shop. Mm. So, yeah, it'd be wicked to see these go. But, um, so he come out, the Miz come out wearing some wicked glasses and the funky... Um, chicken. Funkadelic. Yeah, <laughs> the funky chicken. The uh, wicked, like, 3D logo effect. Wickedly talented. Yeah, so another thing we've got to mention about this is, um, and I, I'm not sure if this was a Borash thing, a Jeremy Borash right. thing, um, I've got a feeling... What is Borash doing at the moment? Like, not now, as yeah. in, like, you know, where is he? A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. 
Right, okay, because I saw a picture of him with Bray and Matt Hardy. Yes. But I've not seen any mention of him on TV. No, no. So, I mean, he's not he's not an on-air character or anything like that. He's just doing a lot of the stuff. So uh, he was heavily, uh, apparently heavily involved in the uh, Ultimate Deletion the uh-huh. other week. Um, I, I think he's just doing stuff like that. Um, okay. So I'm not sure if he was involved in that, but I... That, I read that somewhere that he might have been but they basically is, used... is it similar to like um michael hayes who's the best dressed man alive yes yes just like that right. but without the funny like pack um, <laughs> <Fanny. laughs> so so they use a lot of aug- augmented reality um effects nice so um nice we're using the right jargon i like this one. i know yes. i know yes come on this will get the followers come on <laughs> so this come is... on luke this is, like a, this is like a 3D effect. So it looks almost like a hologram or something. Now, I'm assuming oh, yes. I, I, I'm assuming they didn't see any of those graphics in the arena, like not even like on the screen. I think they were put in the, you know, in the vision mix, as it were. So I don't think it, yes. it was seen in the stadium at all. In any I capacity. didn't see anyone wearing, I didn't see any sign that says put on your 3D glasses <laughs> now. It's true. It's true. But apparently there is, there is an app. There is an app. That you can what? you can download you download glasses. No, there's an app that you can download. It's like a WWE VR experience or something, and it is, is an it? app. Yeah, so I don't know if you were using the app, it would work. Maybe it did. I don't know, but they were promoting that um, at one point during the show. Anyway, please um, use your app for the Miz now, and Oscar. Can you confirm? Right, mm. because you saw the pre-show and you saw the Battle yeah. Royal. Can yeah. you confirm the state of Aiden English's head in the Battle Royal? No, I can't. Because I read somewhere, and I haven't seen it, so I can't compare, but I read somewhere that he fought in the Battle Royal. Yes, and he did. He, and he shaved his head backstage. Oh, before... so he had hair and then he didn't have hair. Yeah. That, that sounds, I think that sounds about right. Because when he come out, I was like, oh, you're bald, which is cool. Bald is very sexy. Obviously. But when um, when he was in the Battle Royal, sponsored by the Mount, and he was eliminated, my reaction wasn't, oh, you're bald. So the first time I noticed, oh, you're bald, was for the WrestleMania. So I guess he did. Mm. Which is incredible. Uh, what a, it's a thing. Unless it was a wig. Uh, who knows? Not not the balls, obviously, in in a better role, uh, but of course the good you know. Luckily, WrestleMania was held on uh, Rusev Day. It was held on Rusev Day. Um, so he was the last uh, participant. Um, Rusev Day. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. There. Um, I thought Technical. I thought it was quite a good uh, match. Actually. Yeah, good match. Enjoyed it? Yeah. Good um, spots? They're, I mean, they're three brilliant wrestlers. You, you could have put that on at any point, like, during the first four hours easily, and the crowd would have bought into it. The crowd were into it, definitely. Um, good spots. Um, and it wasn't an obvious outcome. Um, no, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have called it. And apparently, I, um, Rusev asked his release about two weeks ago. Oh, did he? Um, because he wasn't happy. Wait, Rusev? Rusev? Yeah, Rusev. Rusev's not in this match. Huh? Miz, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins kicked off. Oh, God, I'm already getting confused, aren't I? 
Yeah, you're, you're uh, three matches in. Oh, God. I knew this would happen. Anyway, okay. Well, so, good job you didn't stay up till five o'clock in the morning, folks, <laughs> isn't it? Some of us aren't suckers. Um, so that'll teach you for fast forwarding. Now, the, I mean, the important, the important thing about. So, did you enjoy the match? Because you, you seem to think Rusev had a blinder, mate. I'm like, I've, I've had in the last forty-eight hours. Up. You fucked up. In the last you four hours. Up. Uh, you last forty-eight hours. Last four hours. How much sleep you had in the last four hours? In so. the last forty-eight hours, I've had about four hours sleep. So I am oh, buzzing on diesel, and, and I've just done a. And I've done an hour and a half podcast, and this podcast. Podcast taking four hours to record so far because you keep dropping out. Still on the out. first match, mate. Still on the first you match. Still, you keep this, dropping out. This podcast about WrestleMania will be longer. You dropped out. You there dropped is out. there is no way in hell any podcast that we make could be longer than WrestleMania. Believe me. Even <laughs> even that one we did at Christmas. I was going to say you run it close, mate. Run it close. Um, <laughs> Finished so the Easter. The important thing about uh, Rollins winning here is that it made him a Grand Slam champion. Yeah, it's important. I don't know why, but it's important. Uh, apparently so. They kept taking it on, so that was good. Yeah, but, yeah. why? The thing is, right, I, I, what, is, what, what are the titles from Grand, Grandstand? 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 It's a world title, tag team title, intercontinental title. Is that it? I think so. I think so. I think it's just the, like... the three biggie ones. Yeah. You call it that? Yeah. Are you sure it's both world titles? Maybe it is. I'd I'd imagine it's both because three doesn't sound like a grand. No, slam. I, don't, I mean I I thought that wasn't very impressive. But I'll be honest, right? I I've said before that I love the direction the Miz is going in now. I I, I think yeah. he's so charismatic. Um, right, but my only bug because you know I love the Miz. I think he um, he should be in the main event. Uh, he's probably the best talker in the industry at the moment um, and wrestling wise you cannot fault him um, he's not technically the best but it is so perfect for his character so, and so for that reason I was disappointed that they took the title off him mm. but at the same time I was disappointed that the Miztourage weren't involved because a triple threat match is instantly a no DQ match Yeah. so why would he the Miz, who cheats to win, who throughout the build-up was always trying to outfox um, Balor and Rollins, so why would he not have the Miz come out to help him? That to me is a character flaw. Yeah, no, it's I, a no match. You know, you don't need to cheat. And you can on, do it. On top of that, they they kept making references to that fact as well. They yeah. kept driving home the point that, you know, you know, because it's a triple threat, there's no count-outs, no disqualifications. So you're right, it did seem a little bit off. Um, but I'll be honest, right? I just don't get Rollins at all. Really? I just, I find him very blah. I didn't, the only time I found him relevant was when he turned on the shield, if I'm honest. I thought that yeah, was quite yeah. a good storyline. Um, I didn't care for him much when he uh, was... After he kind of fought Triple H and stuff like that, I wasn't really that bothered about him. Um, well, what was good is that uh, he did the power bomb, the turnbuckle power bomb as well, which I don't like. But I think WrestleMania is like the one kind of event when you can get away, or you should get away with doing stuff you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. So whilst I don't like it because it's it's obviously a very clumsy move, or it can be a very clumsy move. 
I think the stage was was relevant for it to work. Um, yeah. But anyway, he he won. I, li- I like him. I like him. Um, he's a, he's definitely better wrestling than he's a talker. But mm. um, I, I think he has that sort of level of chemistry. Um, he is entertaining. Um, I like his moves, and he always seems to pull out like a big finisher for WrestleMania, like the way he did to curb stomp to win the title. I thought it was wicked, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, just brilliant way of uh, hitting it and making it different, making it unique for WrestleMania. So mm. good match, good opening match. Yeah, I thought so. I thought we were, we were on to a, a strong start. Um, and then the next matchup, if I remember correctly, was your main event. Well, now, Soapdish, um, was I right, though? Well, no, because it wasn't the main event. But shouldn't it have been? I didn't, yeah, but I didn't argue with you on that. Right, I didn't argue true. With that. But, all right, but having seen the match, having seen how it played out, having seen, and also... Uh, the result of the match shocked everyone, but was I right? You were, and uh, I mean, I I thought it was going to be a stonker, and it was. It lived up to those expectations. In fact, I would I would go to say that it's probably one of the few matches that actually on the card that actually lived up to the expectation leading up to it. Um, yeah, definitely. I don't think yeah. it, was, it disappointed Poss- at all. Possibly exceeded, I'd say. Maybe. I because thought... with it being on SmackDown, it didn't really get that much hype. I mm. think Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss probably had more airtime over the last four weeks right. um, than Charlotte and Oscar. But, I mean, they both put in a good shift. Um, yeah. I, I, I think they both really, really tried hard. Um, it showed, you know, I don't know where, you know how much they choreographed that match and, and how much of it, you know, they just did because they're so good. Um, you know, I've spoken to a friend of mine today uh, who was disappointed in the result because of the, the loss of the streak, not to be confused with yeah. Ray Stevens, as we uh, talked about previously. Um, but I think in the, in the grand... Did you play, things, did you play with me on the podcast? That, that would have cheered him up. I should have done. Yeah. I should have done. Um, character development there, Luke, eh? <laughs> but, um, but uh, you know, I, I think that they were both exceptional. Uh, I, I think with the reaction to that match as well, I think next year could be the year that we do get a women's title match. I think yeah. we, we're getting well, close yeah, to it now. I found out this statistic today. Again, I think what you said spawned about the match great match technically brilliant um the, the near falls were like you could buy into all of them uh to see oscar tap out um, and also as well see what was good about that was that charlotte was obviously um you know she had like a, an arm injury yeah. and if you saw how she bridged into a figure eight oh mate exactly played up you know sometimes wrestlers are guilty of you know, they'll be like limping about on a dodgy leg and then they'll forget yeah. which leg it is and they'll switch it over. But the yeah, fact yeah. that she adapted that finish to, you know, do that, whether or not she had to, because I don't know if she's actually injured her arm or not legitimately, it's hard to tell. But regardless, the fact is you bought into the fact that that is why she did it. 100%. Um, you know, and that that is everything to me. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and Michael Cole, brilliant as well, by the way. I don't think he gets the credit for how good he is. Oh, and he's he Vince's Cole. 
Yeah. Vintage cult. Yeah, he did highlight that. But again, I think to have her tap out at the end, it shows that there was like, you know, beyond no doubt that she has lost because with a pinfall, there can be, oh, but was it free? Did she have to shoulder up? There was no doubt. And then to embrace at the end, I know that they really ham it home. It's almost a drinking game. As soon as someone says WrestleMania moment, you take a shot. But um, when they embraced after the match, it was a WrestleMania moment. It felt like a female version of Macho Man and Hulk Hogan in that sense. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And I figured, the you know, we'll fast forward later on, but that would have been a great way to finish the night. It's certainly, the crowd would have been invested in that match, yeah. and the crowd would have been on their feet for the end. Yeah. Rather no. than heading for the exits. I agree. Um, so, and it, it, uh, Charlotte had the best entrance of the night. It was a very All good entrance, it. yeah. Yeah, all of it. It just felt like it was a main event. Um, it, it ticked every box. But yeah, the statistic that I found out today, it was the first women's singles match on WrestleMania at WrestleMania, sorry, for eleven years. Jesus Christ! Yeah, how much? So obviously, there's been women's matches, but never a singles match just for eleven years, and yeah. we had two. That is a good start. That is a good start. That is staggering. I forget the match. I'm scared to touch my phone to cut you off to find out who it was. Uh, I'd imagine it was probably, hang on, 11 years ago. So that'd be in 2007. Probably Lita and Trish or something. Lita, Trish, or Mickey James would be involved in that. (laughs) Almost so. It was. uh, who? What was her name? From um, she was with um, uh, uh, Eminem, um, uh, Morrison and Nitro. What was her name? Oh, Melina. That was it. Yeah, yeah. She was in. She was involved in the match. Okay. Big day for you. Yeah. May, may may have been her and Trish. Okay. Uh, but yeah, eleven years. So oh, well. yeah, the match after that is that when Rusev Day finally got celebrated. That's correct. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, didn't care didn't really wasn't excited for this match Um, I think like yourself I don't buy into Randy Horton I find it strange I've never um, ever bought into it like the whole his whole career he he started um, he debuted within months of John Cena yeah and when both of them when both of them started I mean Randy all had terrible hair even worse than mine yeah Um, but he, um, you know, he always seems a bit bland to me. John Cena didn't seem anything particularly special. Like he, he had a good uh, look and stuff, but he didn't really sell it to me um, until he found a gimmick. You know, once he started finding he could, you know, spit rhymes, um, he he had a bit of a persona. Randy Orton has just always been Randy Orton. There's just almost no character there. His gimmick is that he can do his finishing move out of nowhere. That's it. But again, like the internet seemed to have relaunched him because of that meme mm. that came about, what, two, three years ago, um, that relaunched the whole RKO thing. I think someone made that you know, video of him RKOing anyone. Um, but I was talking with Tobias, um, my seven-year-old son, who's been into wrestling for, what, six months, not even that? And um, I asked him who his top five in wrestling are at the moment, and Randy Orton made the top five. So it could be that so from a kid's him. point of view, I sold him. But it's the thing, I never say to him, oh, let's watch Randy Orton, because I'm like yourself, I find him boring. Mm. Uh, he is very bland for me. But uh, Tobias, a kid, seems to like him. So maybe 
it's that sort of level of interest is why he sticks around for so long. Mm. Right. And he he doesn't get like uh, any sort of character development. Certainly not since he did the whole Bray Wyatt thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, but bland match. Um, would, crowd would have been happy with Rusev Day. Would have accepted well, the, the, Randy Orton retaining. The crowd were all over Rusev Day. For, yeah, probably would have popped even for Bobby Roode uh, reclaiming the title. But Vince, being Vince, he gave Jinder Mahal the nod. I, and, and I mean, to the reaction of, of nobody. No, yeah. He's just come off the back of one of the worst title, main title runs in recent history. Yeah. In terms of drawing. You know, I, it was clear that what they wanted to do, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday, um, when we was queuing up for the Avengers thing, about the fact that, uh, and trying to decide on results and stuff like that, that... Uh, they are trying to make a push into the Asian market, specifically, um, you know, India and uh, and Pakistan and 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 Dubai, that part of Asia more than you know Japan and China and stuff. Um, and so they have been pushing an American uh, wrestler who just happens to have Indian parentage, um, yeah. but he's not actually Indian. But they're trying to push him as a Indian superstar. And gave him this belt, and nobody cared. In fact, it, the thing is, the 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 market he was trying to capture. No, no, India, they, they did care. They did care in India. He, no, he was but treated not, not in the, not in the. He was treated no differently to John Cena would have been, or The Rock could have been. They were expecting India to go. Oh my God! This yeah, Indian but champion. You know what? It's kids. It's kids, man. You can't understand kids. Like for a kid. Like, again, I had it with Tobias, like, where he asks what wrestlers have the same skin colour as him. And with, like, kids in India, for them to see someone who looked like them being the champion make a world of difference. You've got to think that this isn't just for us nowadays. It is very much for the kids, too. I get it. And I get it. it. It would make such a big difference to kids out there. But and the, the kids then say to their mum and dad, I want to go and see the rest, and they buy the tickets, and the circle of life is complete. Ah, Sawenga! Well, got to do this. Anyway, it was a boring uh, four-way, really. Uh, what after... was the next match? I'm skipping this one. It was boring, after... and no one, no one wants to see what happens well, next. If I if I'm remember rightly, uh, the match after this one is one that we did get excited about, because I'm sure yeah. the match after this was... Uh, the debut of uh, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Not easy to say when you're drunk. No. No. I'm glad you, you've you not been drinking much tonight. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just actually pull up the match list just to make sure. But I'm pretty sure that was okay. the next Oh, wait. You, you said that Rusev Day handed in his notice like two weeks ago. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, apparently what happened was he's not been happy with how he's been booked. He handed his notice yeah. in because he knew he wasn't going to be on the WrestleMania card. Right. Um, and that's why he was put into the four-way. Wow. That's, that's a rumour. And it's not the first time he's done it. Is, is, that, is that what he was trying to do with BT? <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about it for liable reasons. So, uh, <laughs> da, 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 uh, yeah, so it was. It was Ronda Rousey. So, um, it was it was a, a tag team match. So, uh, Rowdy Ronda came out at the end of the Royal Rumble, um, spent... 20 minutes pointing at a sign in the sky, which obviously led to lots of memes. Very, very pleased that that's what happened. Um, and, uh, and 
kind of i i knew so th- what they were teasing was who she was going to fight for the title mm. was she going to go for the smackdown women's champion was she going to go for the raw smack uh, the raw uh, women's champion um i didn't think she was going to go for either i really didn't yeah. i thought it'd be weird to put her straight in there like first matching um and i was right and when they started the stuff with, because there was obviously history there with Stephanie and Triple H before when she appeared at WrestleMania, was it thirty-one? Um, I think thirty-two. Thirty-one. It was 31. thirty-one. Hosted by The Rock. Yeah, uh, where she was, she was there in the audience. She came out. She had a little bit of uh, slaps with uh, with Steph. So there was that history there, um, and it made sense to put her in a match with Steph, and it made even more sense to. Um, throw Triple H and Kurt Angle in the mix. It meant Triple H got on the card. Uh, Kurt Angle and Ronda both had an Olympic background. Made sense to put them together. Um, and I, you know, people before were uh, saying that she, you know, th- they thought she was going to be a bit green or anything like that. And Ronda Rousey, obviously, her nickname is derived from Rowdy Roddy Piper, who was a hero of hers. Although she's a UFC star, she's always been a wrestling fan. Um, and so even though I thought she might be a bit green, if someone likes wrestling that much, you think they're going to pick some stuff up, you know? Yeah. So some people were predicting this would be an absolute car crash. Other people thought it was it was going to be all right. Um, and I'd hoped that it would be the latter. Um, and it was. I think... Um, I think she was really great. Um, I thought the whole match was entertaining, except for the three wheeled bikes. No, they were right. Because <sighs> you bikes. think, all right, I'll give you a reason why they were okay. Because it meant that we wouldn't have the uh, American badass come back later on. That's what it meant to me. So I was quite happy to see them on bikes. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's any question here. I think that was by far the match of the night, and it was certainly when the card was drawn up, um, it was certainly not even a contender to be the potential match of the night. The only um, thing... It wasn't even close to my mind for thinking that that would steal the show. The only thing I will say that I didn't like about this match was is the fact that cause it went on quite a long time, which was fine, actually, to be honest, because... I saw that you said that it was five minutes too long, but the thing is, I'd have had five minutes more. I was so into that I was going to say, like, the thing is, although it was a long match, it didn't get boring, right? So yeah. when I said about it, it went on five minutes too long, it wasn't because I was bored. Um, like you, I, I actually thought it was entertaining, and I've got no problem with a match being long if it's entertaining, which a yeah. lot of the matches on the card didn't. Uh, but this one did. But what I meant by that is, I think with five minutes cut out of the match it wouldn't have looked so um, so weight, uh, so equal at times. But there were moments when I... Because th- Ronda Rousey, at the end of the day, you know, she had a, a big UFC career. Um, or she had a couple of losses, but she's notoriously hard. And I felt at times that Stephanie was giving her a bit more of a hard time than I would have liked. Because Stephanie, in the day, is not a, a proper wrestler. Now, you know what? I've got, I've got to stop you there, because so, I felt that Stephanie was possibly the MVP of the night. 
I thought that she was unbelievable. She has been, and I'm not even going to say consistently, she has been persistently the best heel on WWE television I'm, I, for I'm not best part of a that. decade. Not disputing And, that. and the way I'm... that she was willing to put over Ronda Rousey, and the way that she did that was by making her acceptable that she is tough enough to go with Ronda. We saw, like, uh, in the build-up, we saw the VTs of her working out with Triple H. And she was looking tough. Uh, that When the VTs were talked about, we thought we were going to see more of Ronda. But they purposely showed more of Stephanie. So they gave Ronda an opponent who wasn't going to back down, who wasn't going to be scared of going face-to-face with her. Um, and by doing that, it then meant that when Ronda really got Stephanie, because people want Stephanie to be got, and when she finally got her, the crowd was so into it. Because there were rumours like when, just before the bell rang, um, I wanted uh, Ronda to turn heel. Because it, for me, that would have been a great story. Mm. Um, and there were people saying it weeks ago, and I'd not heard this prior, but people weeks back were saying that they wanted Ronda to turn heel. The story that they told in that match and the way that because they weren't sure what sort of treatment and response Ronda was going to get, the way that Stephanie got her so over with the fans, Triple H too, but Stephanie, the way she got her over was unbelievable. No one at WrestleMania got someone over more than the way Stephanie did. She was incredible. All I mean is is that the way that... (sighs) The longevity of of Stephanie and how tough she was being in that match, um, I would, it was believable though. It was believable. I don't think it was. I think she was almost nah, too. She was all, like you wanted someone to be a little bit more scared. You wanted someone to not be able to put no, quite but, as much in a fight. But then you wouldn't have had the interest if you're watching someone who's really tough but has never fought fighting someone who's scared mm. of someone who never fought. It wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't gel. She had to be tough. It had to be someone who was so um, driven by ego that they wouldn't back down from a fight. And that was definitely, it was so perfect. But again, I'd say that this is Triple H's storytelling because it seems that Triple H is the master of this. So many matches Mm. in the past where you thought, how are they going to get a good match? And Triple H comes up with a way. This had Triple H's ideas written all over it. When they had like the double submission um, with the ankle lock and the arm bar, you thought that's it. Which one's going to tap? It would have Not is it sense, game over? Yeah. It was, yeah. and then Triple H comes up with that idea to break that, mm. to then carry on the momentum of the match. It was brilliant. Uh, I, 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 I really will, enjoyed. I think one thing we can agree on, though, we, we did last night, um, is I would be more than content, more than happy, if that was Angle's swan song of in-ring competition because I agree. He, yeah. he looks I, I, I still I like him and I'm I'm hope to still have him on TV but as an in-ring competitor it, he's done. Yeah, he is, but the, the only problem I've got with that is that I'm not enjoying him on TV. Um he's not been confident. Yeah. Um I can only hope that because they got the win that they fire him tonight. And maybe they bring in like Jeff Jarrett or Edge and Christian or someone to take over because he he's not looked confident. He on every promo that he's done, um, he's either had to have been protected or he's made a mistake, um, and it, his confidence is only going down rather than up. Mm. 
Um, I think they need him replaced. And hopefully this WrestleMania storyline will get him out. Um, but yeah, I think that, that should... I'd like... It was, as much as I enjoyed the match, I'd personally like to see Kurt Angle go out on a bigger high than that, than him putting over Ronda Rousey. Because he wasn't featured. He was, of the four competitors, he was in it the least, by far. Um, I'd like to see him go out on a bigger high. Um, maybe John Cena can job for him. I don't know. <laughs> we'll come to that in a bit. Um, but the next match after that was... The, the 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 night's almost the night's second strangest squash. So uh, this was the SmackDown title match. The uh, the positive here is that it meant that um, the Usos finally actually got onto the proper event of WrestleMania rather than the pre-show. Um, yeah, but not for long. Free um, of them, the New Day, and the Bludgeon Brothers, um, who for those not paying attention are formerly of the uh, the Wyatt family, team members of the Wyatt family. Um, um, Luke, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Yep, indeed. Um, with funkier ja- jackets and massive hammers. Um, I I was surprised it, it lasted as long as it did. Um, I was I was I was annoyed by the squash though. Yeah. Because um both New Day and Usos are probably the best tag teams that WWE have and, got on and, their main card at the moment. And not only that, but they have had some stonky matches between Precisely. them teams and you got none of that. Yeah. The, the best thing that the best thing that the that happened with that match, the whole match, the best thing was when the New Day came out and Xavier Woods um, played on his trombone the uh, Green Power Rangers Dragonzord <laughs> theme to summon the Dragonzord. Um, pancakes. I'm not even. I'm not even massively into Power Rangers really. And as soon as he started playing, I was like, oh, "That's the Dragonzord whistle." And oh, as you say, Pete. No. Pancakes came out. It was amazing. No, I don't get why they're putting or as a tag team. I understand why they're putting them over, but individually, when they're in the ring wrestling, I don't understand why Harper and Rowan are being allowed to dominate as much as they are because they never have in singles competition before. No. So I don't know why they. I can understand letting them be strong as a tag team, but individually, it doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't work on TV. Um, certainly when, as I said in the past, they weren't strong, they've not held individual titles and they were competing as individual wrestlers. Um, I'm hoping they're going to get their comeuppance, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, quick quick match. Um, didn't dislike it, but would have liked to have seen um, New Day and Usos put up a better fight. Just, just any kind of fight. Now, I think I know why, again, it might have been a squash as well. Um, well, two reasons. First, um, it looks like the authors of Pain are coming up from, from NXT very, very soon. Um, right. Who are, you know, kind of like a cross between what the Bludgeon Brothers are doing now and Legion of Doom. Not yeah. because of, they're managed by Paul Ellering, but just because of that dominance um, but, as well. But again, the authors of Pain are able to sell. Yeah. They're, they're taking punches and they're getting hurt yeah. whilst dominating. That's like the perfect example of a current 
tough tag team. Um, Harper and Rowan are absolutely no sending anything coming their way, and it doesn't make for good TV. Yeah. Now, uh, another thing, because this is the next bit that's coming up, so something else that uh, they've been playing up for, for weeks is John Cena didn't have a match for uh, WrestleMania. He missed out on his attempts fired a Royal Rumble and, and a you know match at the uh, Fastlane pay-per-view. So uh, he wasn't going to be on the card. And so about a month or so ago, he challenged The Undertaker to a match. And every week he's been trying to coax The Undertaker out and nothing happened. So he said, if I don't have a match, I'll be there as a fan. So cue lots of uh, hilarious segments with John Cena being in the crowd. Um, they were fine. They, you know, they, they were innocent enough, it, you know. Good, they played up to it, and then of can, course. Can I just say? Can I just say? At this point, I enjoyed everything about this. I enjoyed the build-up to it. John Cena's great on the mic. I liked it when he was on Raw, and he's calling out the Undertaker, and he's making. And he wasn't sure if it was the producers not letting him call him out or the Undertaker. I liked it when he went into the crowd and you know got them singing the songs. Um, I liked every part of the build-up. I like they held back on announcing it as a match because the card was stacked, and the intrigue was more than the was more than the confirmation. They'd sold the tickets, they'd sold all the WWE networks, everything they do. The intrigue was enough to interest any who weren't sure about subscribing. Um, I like that we then saw him. Um, sitting ringside throughout. Yeah. Um, I like that he was taking selfies with anyone who walked up to him. Um, could you imagine being a kid and there's John Cena sitting in the row next to you? Like you'd be popping. Like oh, what yeah. is? You know, you'd be on Dream Street. Um, so I liked all of it. Um, I liked it when he's run up the ramp. Um, good cardio from well, both him and the referee. So, so what happened was was John Cena had been sitting there and then a referee comes up to him in between matches and says something. You can't hear what it is, but obviously he gets very excited, gets up, jumps over the we barrier. We did hear him say the Undertaker's here. I did. I, I, I don't know why Michael Cole didn't say it. I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. But um, he jumped the barrier and ran up the entranceway to go backstage, which led to everyone making either funny comments in my case or making a funny meme in your case. Yeah, but who was first with the memes? Uh, I don't know. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, with you... the memes, you... But yeah. I don't. I think I, I, I ten, imagine my ten, ten likes. My comment. You, I think my Where comment. Was my like, Luke? I think my comment uh, got out before your meme, but your meme was better than my comment. Anyway, um, so then John Cena came out, got to the, went to the ring, waiting there for the music to enjoyed hit. Enjoyed it. Uh, enjoyed it. Then Elias came out. Always good really value. Enjoyed, really enjoyed the really swerve. Really good value. Uh, absolutely trolling the crowd. Brilliant. John Cena goes in there, beats him up for a little bit. Um, didn't like that so much. No, no. But they had to because of what was happening next. So then... Uh, well, I didn't like was that they were... It was like such a double bluff and then another double bluff and then a swerve and a double bluff. What I, I think what I didn't like was that he went back to his seat to let him sing his song or start singing his song. And then when he says something about John Cena, he's like, no, I'm not having this and I'm going back in the ring. Mm. That I felt that wasn't natural. Everything he'd done up un- up until that point was believable and natural. But him saying no, fine, sing your song, thinking that he's going to be nice. Come on, John. Mm. 
you know so i didn't like that was when it started to think okay that's now you now you're dragging it out at this point that was the first time and then uh then the the hat and gloves appeared in the ring didn't it well well he he walked out he walked out the ring he's going back ramp and michael was like this is the unhappiest i've ever seen john cena um he could see him i couldn't even see him and then that was it and then and then the the hand then gloves thunder. appeared the thunder appeared they disappeared and then the gong started and then the other day come out and honestly by this point this segment has taken longer than the iron sheet walking to the ring at wrestlemania 17 uh at this point, I'm I'm just bored. Everyone should be popping. I'm watching it, and I'm like, this this would have been good if it hadn't have taken 15 minutes to get to this point. In total, the whole segment from when Cena came out from backstage to the end of the segment was over 25 minutes. Was it about it? Considering as well, considering as well that what happened was the Undertaker when he finally got to the ring squashed Cena in about two and a half minutes. See what I wanted. To, what I would have accepted more than the squash would be if um, the lights go out, the dong hits, and then the lights come back up, and Undertaker standing behind Cena. Um, I was so much more. I was expecting that rather than the walk down the entrance because we know how long it takes. Mm. So I was so like geared up for him just you know catching Cena by surprise, and then beating him up. And then doing him like that, basically, rather than just absolutely squashing him and taking like one bump throughout the whole two and a half minutes. Yeah, it it just seemed like it. So it just felt so long. When I actually counted how long it lasted, I, th- I think it was around about twenty five minutes from when Cena came out to when they left. I hear, I hear what you're saying. Personally, I, I wasn't too bothered by the length. Like, I knew I was in for the long haul anyway. So, for me, watching it watching it live, like, I wasn't like, oh, this is dragging out a bit. Mm. I always know how long it takes Undertaker to walk the ring. Um, I, I would have happily had, like, um, Elias come out, introduce himself, then the lights go out again, then the dong hits, and Elias is gone, and Undertaker's in his place. Like, yeah. There would have been different ways of doing it that would have been perhaps more captivating. But I was into it. I, I enjoyed it. I just felt awkward watching The Undertaker when he took that side suplex. Cena protected him as much as he could, mm. um, and he protected him throughout the entire match. Like, I think that's why he fought Cena, because no one else could have done such a sterling job, perhaps Triple H. Um, but Cena really protected him and was very happy to go over for him. Um, and, you know, for anyone in attendance, it would have been, you know, a great pop to see The Undertaker live, I guess. Yeah. Personally, perhaps controversial, but I've never been a big fan of The Undertaker. Uh, there's been... I, I, there's, I couldn't respect him. Mm. And but when you talk about the greatest of all time for me, he's never the first of my thought process. Um, but I totally understand why he, he's. He, he probably would be if it was based on gimmick. But I, I'm with you as an in-ring wrestler. You know, when when you're looking at you know a sport that has given us people like Flair, Savage, yeah, uh, you know. Shawn Michaels, Ricky Steamboat, 
you know, he doesn't hold a candle to those kind of people. He's not that kind of wrestler, and I get it, and he's good for what he needs to be. But, yeah, I'm with you, you know. But at the same time, like, during, you know, the whole Attitude Era, and when the lights went out, and when the dong hit, it was it was electric. So it's like, nowadays, like, if any of those wrestlers were to come back, um, like, you know, if Rock's music hits, Stone Cold's music hits, I'll pop with The Undertaker, don't pop so much. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yep. Um, what, what, what was the next match? Was that um, Alexa? Well, no. So, that, so in between that uh, that match finishing the next match, we got the the Hall of Famers coming out, which we could probably do another episode about the Hall of Fame. We won't, but needless to say, it goes on for four and a half hours, and it was far, far too long. Too um, long. Far too. Then, long. I think. I think if you what there. I think the highlights of the Hall of Fame at WrestleMania was perfect. Yes, they yeah, basically gave yeah. everyone like you know their best line from the speech. Yeah, it was perfect. Do yeah. it that way rather than any other way. If you want to What's... watch it, Jarrett Dudley's Mark Henry. That's probably all you need to see. Oh, What's the kids JJ at WrestleMania. Well, he was supposed to be, but I didn't notice him so. Because they didn't, they certainly didn't announce him, did they? No, no. So I was expecting, oh, maybe he's going to perform. Um, I thought that was a plan, but yeah, he he didn't. Uh, So no, the next match was uh, the return of Daniel Bryan, uh, Shane uh, versus Owens and Zayn. Good video package to start off with. Um, Entrances were complete. Sorry, no, the entrances weren't. The entrance, the entrance for Shane is standard Shane. They went yeah. a bit out for Daniel Bryan's. I thought that was quite clever. Um, yeah, yeah nice idea. Of, like, he hinted movement. on um, on social media. He had hinted that there was a special something. Right. I liked it. It made it that much more special like, for yeah. his return. I'll tell you what, though. It, I, he didn't get the pop I expected him to. Nah, that was electric, man. I expected the roof to be blown off, but then it's probably but because again, of I where think, they were. Yeah, but uh, I think also because they were all waiting to do yes. Yeah, they didn't. They was all ready to do but, that. But so it, way, it's, it's, it's not a... going to sound as though it is huge. But again, to get seventy thousand people all saying yes at the same time. The thing is, that's... yeah, it, it, and because it's such a big stadium as well, that yeah. it could have been it, it, another case, and it's happened before where. The atmosphere inside the arena is not uh, like uh, repeated at home, like in in terms of what it picks up. So uh, it could be that. Um, you know, obviously this has been a match a long time in the making. There's been a lot of history there with uh, with all of them. Um, I thought it was fine. Um, I wasn't blown away, but I thought it was good, and there were some good spots in it. But it was what it was, and it was obviously the right victory. It'd be interesting to see where they go with it next. Um, yeah, I, th- but... I, th- I think. Uh, yeah, I agree with yourself. I think um, I don't like current Shane. I used to like plucky Shane. Yeah. I don't like um, big Shane uh, because the guy is stocky as fuck now. Yeah. Um, and I don't like that he was able to take on Owens and Zayn for as long as he could. He's not a wrestler. Um, no. And I don't want to believe that he could actually go against those two, who are you know certainly Owens is one of the best in the business at the moment for me. Um, I like that they protected 
Brian to an extent, and they kept the crowd waiting to see him. Um, and he was brilliant when he came into it. But I just I don't need to see Shane taking like a lot of the credit um, for the build up during the match. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, it, it pushed the story along, did what it needs to do, and and that's it. Uh, yeah, 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 great comeback. And again, like um, like a good WrestleMania match, you're then intrigued to see where they go next because all four of the characters, you know, will then start, it seems, a different storyline perhaps mm. with the firing of the two wrestlers, with Brian looking to return to singles, with Shane saying that he's going to step down as commissioner. So, you know, we want to see what happens next for all of those. So for that, it's a good WrestleMania match. Mm. And it was enjoyable. There was nothing that I, you know, I didn't really like other than Shane taking too much of the spotlight. Yeah. Uh, the match after this was the second women's match of the night. Nia Jax, uh, Alexa Bliss. Um, I like I like Alexa Bliss. I, I don't mind Nia Jax, but I like Alexa. Um, you know, it, it was what it was. Uh, and the thing me, is, like, I was ne- I was never excited about this match because it was the champion against facing the woman who couldn't beat the number one contender for the SmackDown title. Mm. Um, and for that, I couldn't buy into it, and they've given her the title. Mm. Um, so I, I just like I've no vested interest in seeing where this goes. They'll have a rematch at Backlash. Mickey James might get involved, um, but there's no real interest for me there whatsoever. Um, mm. I like again because they're playing the bullying storyline. Um, I like that. And again, you know, because you've got to think about the kids in the audience, um, they might relate to something in there for them. It might be like, you know, good for them, good confidence boost for them to see someone who, you know, was being bullied uh, actually triumph. So for that, it was good. But as a match, it was, you know, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I don't think anything I can add to that. I think that pretty much nails it on the head, to be honest. Um, And then we went to the match that, you'd hoped would headline if the women's match didn't so you're two yep. for two, on two, for that. two. Um, which was Shinsuke versus AJ Styles uh, yeah but so can I ask you a question was I right probably it's been, I was right yeah. can I can I tell you I predicted two things AJ Styles retains Shinsuke turns heel. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, remember you were talking about it yesterday. Um, I think... And just to, just to, for anyone still listening, Luke, I'm talking to you. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura was one to four to win the title. That's wow. how much of a shout it was for AJ Styles to retain. No one saw it coming, apart from me. Should put a bet on. Um, but it was. Mate. To see the state of some of my bets recently, especially <laughs> if I've done the um, it, it's it's. I think you've got to look at it as a bit of a disappointment. Um, it was the most disappointing match on the card. Yeah, I think neither of them were at their best. Now I know that AJ's been injured. Yeah, but still. Um, so I imagine that would have played into it, but it felt very like for for for. The, the nature of both wrestlers, it seemed a bit slow. 
Um, it was though. For me, it felt that they were in second gear, mm. and at some point they were going to kick out of it, and they didn't. And then it ended. Now, yeah. going back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, because of it being a big event, um, you know, we did see AJ win here with the Styles Clash, which is uh, a move that he's only pulled out very rarely on TV. <laughs> Um, Why is that? Because I love the Star Clash. It's one of my favourite finishers. Right. So I've got two schools of thought on this. The first one is that they are trying to disassociate him with the things that he's famous for elsewhere. Because Why he... though? Because other wrestlers have I, come I know, I know. and kept them their move set. Right. So that's that's the first one. The second one is... Matt Hardy's, like, woken Matt Hardy right now. Like, how can they separate themselves from TNA with that? It's ridiculous. EC3, they've put spaces in between his letters. He, uh, he has a name anyway. They're taking the Stars Clash away from Stars no, because I think, he's in I don't, TNA. I don't think it is that. I personally think it's the safety of the move. And yeah. it's one of those moves which is hard to protect yourself against. Yeah, I can't. You're taking a bump. So I think that is the main reason why. Obviously, Indies are not that big on doing stuff like putting those restrictions in. WWE are. I think that's why they've they've made him go with the phenomenal forearm normally. But again, the big stage, doing a Styles Clash, I think is perfectly fine. So I I think it was was good that we saw it. Um, You know what, though? You know what? You know one wrestler who wouldn't bottle a Styles Clash? Nicholas. I don't. I haven't got that far yet. I haven't got that far. But you're right. Um, obviously, this this match ended. AJ retained. Um, again, the ending just kind of came out of the blue as well. As you said, it just started to feel like they might be knocking it up a gear and then it ended. Um, yeah. But then we saw that turn. And I think that is another reason why... Um, it could have felt a bit flat because when you've got two faces face each other, it's a little bit harder to determine who you want to win than if it was, um, you know, a villain against uh, a heel against a face, you know? Yeah. So at the same time, like if it's a good wrestling match, you don't need a good and bad guy. Like it's much easier to have face against heel. But with great wrestling matches, the, um, you don't know where it's like who's going to win. Mm. You know, we've had many of those down the stretch. Um, the, the crowd will be like on the edge of their seat and on their feet. The crowd, like I was, because obviously you've gone to sleep by this point. So I was chatting to someone else um, after this match, and they were saying that the crowd were tired by this. And I'm like, no, because of what you saw happen after the match. Um, immediately, and then the following match, the match after that, the crowd weren't tired. The crowd were bored. They yeah. weren't into the match because it was slow and it was boring. Yeah. How can you expect people to be interested if it's boring? They've been there for four hours. This match is too slow to excite them. Yeah. They will just sit and watch. Yeah, agree. Yeah, completely yeah. agree. Um, so then, just... and this is this is. Bear in mind, if you are still listening, God bless you. Um, I'm a huge AJ Styles fan. Mm. Yes, yeah, um, and I, I did, I did, I did pop to see the Style Clash because I hadn't seen it for so long. Mm. Um, I did pop for that, and I was really happy to see him 
uh, retain the title, if not just the fact that my son is a huge AJ Styles fan and has the title. So I wasn't ready for that discussion. <laughs> but they they obviously then put another match in to lessen the uh, the excitement levels between the main events. No, uh, why are you putting negativity to this tag team match? I didn't. I didn't put negativity. I just said that they, you know, this is the position. This is the match they put in when uh, the, the toilet break or the relief between the two give give the audience a chance to kind of have a bit of a breather with everything going so fast paced. Um, hey, let me tell you, there were two debuts at WrestleMania. One of them won a title. That's all I'm saying. True. Um, so this match had been hyping up for the last month or so, uh, which was the bar. Which yeah, they never get called that, by the way. They never, call, huh? they never get called that. No, no. same since Cesaro. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're known, collectively known as the bar. Um, and uh, Braun Strowman, who um, he was, he wanted to fight him alone. They said, you can't do that. It's a tag team match. You need to find a partner. So they've been teasing what he was going to do for a while. And there was lots of theories about who it could be and, and this and the other. Um, I thought it was going to be Cass. And just like in the same way that Santino uh, debuted all those years ago, um, we got... No, it's not just like how Santino, because Vince picked him out from the crowd to go and face Ormaga. Um, Braun Strowman got on the mic, and I'll be honest with you, because I've been so impressed with Braun Strowman since he's broke from the Wyatt family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a wrestler, he's great. As an athlete, to be that size and that fast, mm-hmm. I find incredible. Um, to be to when he's chasing people, that movie does where he chases someone around the ring, and then like literally just throws them into the guardrail. Um, I'm amazed by his speed. Um, but for the first time since I've been watching him, he looked nervous when he was on the microphone. Um, he didn't sound nervous. So, so anyone who wasn't in the first few seats, it wouldn't have been noticeable. But on TV, he looked visibly nervous. Mm. Um, but he's got such a deep, like, bellowing voice. He was able to pull it off. And then he's gone for a wonder in the crowd to go and find his tag team partner. Yeah. Uh, there were some great people that were trying to get their attention, obviously not realising that there, there was a bit of a plant there. Um, but it was all the fun of the fair. Um, he did well to find him, by the way. If I, if that it was took me, him a I while. It took him Absolutely. a good long while. They, they, what they should have done, what they should have done, is they should have put made sure somebody with a golf sale sign was stood well, there. No, the thing is, I think he purposely did take a while for it to then be more believable. If he'd have gone to the first couple of rows, yeah, but it was I'll treading. It was it treading was so incredibly much more believable. Because he took a long time to find it. It was it was it was much more. I think a case of fitting time. I don't think. No, I don't think so. I think that it was the right amount of time for believability. Mm. Because you genuinely just thought he's pulled a kid out of the crowd. It almost it took, lasted. It though. took the internet. It took the internet almost twenty four hours. It almost to figure out who he is. It almost lasted as long as like him trying to find. Who his tag team partner was going to be almost yeah, lasts as long because as... you didn't know if he was going to walk up to like Samoa Joe, who's like, "Hey, you fancy it?" Like, it added to the drama, and I was so fine with that. Rather than him going, "Oh, what about you, man, who looks like a wrestler in no, the but 
in no. the front row of the crowd in Italy. No, no, no. Because the thing is that that whole segment almost lasts as long as the whole John Cena Undertaker bit. So that's what I'm, I'm saying. Fine with that. I'm it was, fine. It was terrible. Um, it wasn't terrible. Don't don't you dare tarnish Nicholas's in terms of the length of it. But anyway, so. Uh, Demp's never been an issue for me. He basically uh, found a child who said, and he said, right, you're going no, to take No, he found a wrestler. He did not find a child. He definitely he found, found a child. An, an 11-year-old wrestler. Definitely found a child. Um, Nicholas is a wrestler. Great, great first name. Great first Nicholas, name. Nicholas, name of a champion. He is, and he doesn't spell it with a know, K. T- let me tell you, when he shortens it, he sure uses that K. He don't, no K for him. No K for him. It's a K. K for Nick. Um, anyway, it was... K for Nick. K for Nick. It was a very bizarre squash, again. Um, it was a fun match. It, it solved its purpose, and it's going to be very interesting to see where they go this next. I think they might apply the Freebird rule uh, for Nicholas, uh, or for Braun, which is, um, you know, it'll be random well, people, the, but... The, they'll have to when he goes back to school, wouldn't they? I mean... Touché. <laughs> I thought I thought it was great. I found it really entertaining. Um, the the crowd were buzzing for it as well. Like to see to see. Like come on, who wasn't a kid watching wrestling, wanting to be a champion? Now there is a kid in wrestling who is a champion. It's it's the stuff of dreams, you know. I don't care if it is some referee's son. It's still the stuff of dreams. He is still 11 and he is still going to go to school and he is still going to be a tag team champion. It is absolute stuff of dreams. Only at WrestleMania. True. True. Nah, I, I, boy, I thought it was great fun. And Braun Strowman, he's so protective as well. He was great. Like, throughout the whole match, they were careful not to bounce off of those ropes because he was nervous. Of course you'd be nervous. That many people watching. You know, wrestlers are nervous, and you're 11 uh, or 10. I don't know the age. Um, They were so careful to protect him when he was, like, trying to usher him into the ring. He did a great job, Braun Strowman. I don't think he gets enough credit for how good he is because he should be in the main event. He's that much of a monster. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're building up to it. I, I do. I think they will. Yeah. I do. Yeah, he's a guy. And then we got to the main event, the final yeah. main event. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's saying, wasn't it? So, so that was WrestleMania. Um, yeah. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> and again, right. Look at your apprehension to even talk about this match. Now remember how you spoke about the Charlotte Oscar match. That's what I mean. I, I mean, so you know, you watched it live, yep. and you was up till five in the morning, or you know, watching it, or whatever. But it went, it went, it overran. It was uh, ten past five time. I think. <laughs> um, how can that possibly overrun? It just. It just seemed like I, I I I don't know what the main problem is. I mean, there's there's two problems here. The first one is that no matter what they do, Reigns does not get over. That's the first problem. Now I'm hearing rumours, and I've heard rumours for years. I'm not like the person that people come to with their rumours, but I've heard for such a long. Uh, I've heard this one that they're going to apparently turn Roman Reigns heel. 
Yeah, it's the same room as a John Cena turning here war. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, thing is, though, I think for the first time in about three years, I can actually see it because they're not getting him over. And also, three years ago, they didn't have AJ Styles. They've now got AJ Styles, who kids are into. I'm, I'm very... Uh, I think because of how WWE is nowadays, you have to consider the child factor. And he is like the number one role model, as we talked about before. He is the one selling the most merchandise at the moment. Yeah. So he's the one they're looking up to. Um, Roman Reigns, they, you know, Finn Balor as well. Um, there's enough wrestlers for kids to be invested into. They could do with another heel. Mm. They could do with another bad guy. Roman Reigns would be a wonderful bad guy simply because they're already booing him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just it's it's clear that no matter what they and we talked about this a few weeks ago when Roman came out and did the whole thing about Brock doesn't care and you know all this kind of stuff and he started to get people on side, but it, it, it's yeah. very it's very fleeting and it just seems that they've tried time and time again and it's not working. Even with someone like Cena, right? The thing is, you you get people that boo him, people that cheer him, but the fact is, is he's been able to get over. Roman yeah. hasn't. Yeah. Not, not by and himself. For me, like, I'm in the minority here because I am over the age of 14 and I do like Roman Reigns. But part of me wonders if the reason I like him is because I always cheer for the underdog. And it seems that for the best part of his career, certainly when he's been promoted to the main event status, because what he's headlined, what, the last three WrestleManias? Mm. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's the last three. He's headlined the last three WrestleManias, so he's got to be doing something right. And as a performer, um, I think he's great, but he's just not over. Um, for me, he is like that uh, underdog. Mm. Um, so they could do with doing something with him. Um, the match. It was like you could hear how bored the crowd were um, because obviously they were bored during AJ. But they they were fed up at this point. The, the chanting they would like. Um, it, I don't know if you noticed it, but the amount of people that weren't paying attention to the match because they were more interested in the beach balls going around at this point. Um, I read somewhere that someone reckoned there was about twenty beach balls that were confiscated during the main event, and it was so visible on TV that they were watching the beach balls rather than watching the match. The chance they would come out with. Um, my favourite, of course, was We Want Nicholas. We Want Nicholas. That was my favourite. But the most audible one, Vince, please, I hope that he's heard this, was This Is Boring. Yeah. That was the thing. Like, I, I sat there watching it and, and I, was, I wasn't I was watching it, you know, trying not to, like, trying to keep myself staying awake. Do you know what I mean? Like, I watched it. Um, when I was awake at a more normal time and I'm bored. So can you imagine having to sit through that whole pay-per-view, whether in person or... No, I don't need to imagine. I don't need to imagine. I did. But, you know, and and feeling that way, like, I was seeing people complain today. Um, I saw someone complain saying, you know, people spend thousands of pounds flying to WrestleMania and they sat there and shat all over the main event. 
as if as if that means that because you paid all that money you've got to uh, you know enjoy everything that's put in front of you if something's not good you have you in the same way that you can uh you know write to to cheer that you're pleased about something you can also complain about something um it was just it was just a monstrosity i just no the thing is um i am of the camp that wasn't you are camp yeah I am, yeah. but I am in the camp of not being as disheartened as the general feel of the internet is for this main event. Now, obviously, I preferred several matches to it, but I actually preferred this to a few of the other matches. I think I preferred this even to AJ Styles' match, just because, um, if nothing else, the ending was such a shock. And never saw that coming whatsoever. And I think it's why the crowds were so despondent throughout the match. Mm. Because it's a case of, okay, yeah, I know, you're beating him up, but he's going to beat you at some point. That was the mood, of uh, it seemed, of the fans in attendance. And it was certainly how I was feeling um, back home. And things I've never been big on Brock Lesnar, so I wouldn't have been disheartened to see Roman Reigns win at the same time. Um, I think that someone sh- who is champion should be on Raw every week. Um, so I didn't. And also, when Roman Reigns was busted wide open, I'm like, man, if like they are literally trying every trick in the book to get this guy over. Yeah, they they, they had to. No one, no one bleeds on WWE anymore. No, and it, and it was at the point where you're thinking, was that intentional? Um, which is great from a story point of view. That if you are second guessing them, then they've got then they've done a good job. Quite frankly, um, Roman Reigns would look like an absolute animal when he was covered in blood, like in the way that Ric Flair only could. Um, and for that, it was interesting. It was, uh, it was, if nothing else, the word I would use to describe it wouldn't be boring. I'd say it was memorable, um, simply because... Oh, you're right. Upsets it's, win. It was, it was <laughs> but for the wrong and, reasons. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. No, it was, there, there's no doubt. The thing is, it, it'll be memorable for... Being one of the most boring main events of recent times, and we've seen oh, some yeah. shockers. Um, it's the one. To be honest, I'm trying. To, I think the last time a main event um, was enjoyable like that, and 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 you know you had a good memory of it afterwards, was probably um, when Seth Rollins, uh, you know, handed in the briefcase. Um, now you see, I think with you describing it in that sense, it makes it sound as though that wasn't incredible because that was one of the best no, main, main moments of all time yeah but what i'm saying is is that's probably the last time in recent memory when the main event of wrestlemania has you know been that exceptional because the last yeah. few wrestlemanias the main event and, and again it involves reigns and, and lesnar um haven't been that exciting um and had been boring this is by far the worst i think for me in terms of that um brock is to me he's kind of done he's boring um he does the same stuff it was good at first now it's boring because it's just the same stuff over and over again people used to talk about seen as five moves of doom mm. like lesnar's got four yeah you know no 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 lesnar's got two no he's no because uh you know he had a clutch uh, at not... one point 
<laughs> no, Lesnar's got his suplex. That did you see the one he did against the announce table? By the way, yeah, that was sloppy as fuck. Oh, it... I would have been absolutely seething if I, I was almost wrong. I almost run it back because I couldn't believe how I'd seen it. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, as you say, sloppy, absolutely oh, sloppy. God, and he is. They're, like, when we talked earlier about John Cena protecting, Brock Lesnar has never done that. No. no it was, it it was just, horrible. Yeah, it just seemed, just seemed lazy. Um, yeah, and the thing is, Brock Lesnar was shocked by it. Like, his reaction was, oh, shit. Um, and how Roman Reigns was able to carry on in the capacity that he was. Right, he was just being thrown about like a ragdoll. Brock Lesnar's got two moves. He's got his suplex over the head, botch suplex, and he's got his F5 finisher. That is it. Mm. It's very slow. He doesn't seem interested. He's got the best um, uh, hype guy in the business, Um, but he doesn't seem interested. He's he's not committed, Um, and he's walking about with a title. Someone needs to take it, and it's why they should be building up Brock Lesnar as the heel rather than letting Roman Reigns take the fall as the um, as the villain. It seems. Mm. Um, I'd love because obviously you know it's just started now the Raw after WrestleMania, um, and they are always taking the crowd into account. I fucking love it if for once they gave the crowd something to react to and. Had the rematch and Roman wins the title tonight. I would love that. Yeah, well, it's interesting to say that. It would be a good way for him to start becoming a heel because the crowd would be livid, and I'd love it. True, true. But it like it just it just seemed like an anticlimax. You know, I actually thought leading up to it with the build up and there'd been some pretty good build up to it. I thought, you know what? Maybe this time it'd be different. It's a little bit like, you know, being in an abusive relationship and you think, you know what? I've had enough of what they've got to say about me. They make, they're making me feel depressed. I I can't stand and listen to that anymore. I'm going to walk out the door and you walk out the door and they say, Oh no, it's okay. Like I won't be an ass anymore. I'll I'll treat you better. I'll say nice things, come back. And you give them that second opportunity and that third opportunity. And that's what it feels like at the moment. Um, The thing is though, I can't just lame the blame uh, at Roman Reigns because I don't think you could have put anybody in that ring with Lesnar last night and I'd have been entertained by it. Exactly. Like, I think Roman Reigns, for me, is being treated unfairly. Remember when he beat The Undertaker, the next night on Raw, he let everyone boo him down for about five minutes, put the mic to his lips and said, it's my yard now, and then dropped the mic. It was like, mate, unbelievable. Why are people not more invested in you? Because you've got a set, you can take a hell of a beating, and you're tough. People, People in the Attitude Era would fucking love you. But so why are they booing you? Because they're trying to still make him out to be a white meat baby face rather than, like, edgy. They're still trying to play it too safe too often. Like, every ah, time he does, again, he goes again, in that if car, you, if they boo more, him back. If you'd seen more over the, for the build-up for this match, bear in mind, he's the one sticking it to Vince. He's the one gate-crashing. He's the one, you know, taking the ring by ransom. He's the one being arrested. These are all things that a certain rattlesnake used to do in the Attitude Era. Mm. And still, the crowd are booing him because it's a cool thing to do. 
rather than listening to him, watching him and like paying attention, they boo him because everyone else does. Well, every, the thing is, like, everyone was hoping for a result which led to Brock losing the belt um, and then Brock going back to UFC because that's what they were, you know, that's what the buzz was all about. You know, Brock was looking to go back to yeah, UFC, yeah. everything like that. Now, I don't know if you've heard, uh, but Lesnar's just re signed. Has he with WWE? Yep, he's re signed today. Oh, so, uh, because, and also to spoil, <laughs> spoil by the way, raw. For, because, because of that. By the way, what an absolute swerve by Dana White then. Because two days before WrestleMania, he said Brock's coming back. And uh, and the internet, it was headlining on Twitter where you've got the caption at the top. It was said, has Dana White just spoiled the main event of WrestleMania? That was verbatim the headline on Twitter. Um, so what a move that was to have him do that. And he was ringside also. So that would have come from, you know, the top of WWE. So all credit to them for that one. That, if that's the case, I, I, you know, I've not, I don't know what the contract is. I just know that he's re-signed tonight because it was announced WWE.com. Um, there's every chance that he is allowed to compete in UFC. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, sure. So you know, but maybe, it's a brilliant swerve. It, uh, it, it, it is a, that it's a brilliant swerve, and also it's not a brilliant swerve because what it means is that we've got Brock Lesnar still on WWE TV. Nah, it's a brilliant swerve, but for me, and uh, it sounds like for you, it's a disappointment because we're happy not having Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. did you see the? Um, just out of interest, because uh, Raw has started, I'm kind of keen to see that um, to see who kicks it off. That's for sure. But um, uh, what did you make of the post-credit scene, if anything? Um, not much, to be honest. Um, I-, I thought had Roman Reigns actually done something that had been that might have kicked something off, but he didn't. Uh, he just looked I, like a wounded puppy. I couldn't understand the point of it. They did their wrapping up, and then they went back to him. There was no commentary. It was just him, like kind of shrugging off medical help. Commentary and had buggered up. off by that point, but you know because it, the show had gone on far too long, so they'd buggered off. Yeah, um, like most. But the of the thing crowd is, like the cameras were still rolling, so I think they, rather than them talk about Brock Lesnar, I think that they left it up to us to be our understanding of him. And I think it was basically like him walking off without medical treatment, able to walk after the main event. But also, I think it kind of showed us that he had turned his back on the crowd, perhaps, Mm. because he wasn't acknowledging them in any way. The crowd weren't giving him the heat that they were in the match, I think, because they were either leaving or so, like, just disinterested at this point, or trying to blow up some beach balls. But um, it kind of, it it may have been a tease for a turn. Like, yeah, I mean, that was, if it had gone up to like, if it had gone up to the top of the stage and before he went through the gorilla uh, to the gorilla position, he like stuck the fingers up at the fans. That would yeah, be something, it, and he that didn't. Perfect, and that's what I mean. Like in the end, and they had an option to do you something. Know what I didn't. just sung to them. You deserve it. <laughs> um, so look, going back to something we uh, talked about earlier, which was you berating me for not staying up and watching it uh which is what what i should have done but um what i decided after 
you know, doing what I did, which is kind of watch half the show last night live and watching the second half of it today. What I've learned is that as they do, like as thing, things stand now, I don't think I'm ever going to watch WrestleMania live again. I think they'll change it. I think everyone has mentioned the length of it, and I, I don't think it will ever be five hours plus two. It was ever it was, again. It, it was last year. Same no, but I don't year. think it. I don't think it ever will be again. I don't think it was five. I think it was four and two last year. Don't, no, it was. It was more than four. It, WrestleMania hasn't been four year uh, four hours in a long time. It's always been more than four hours. I I I, I don't think it was five. I, I, we'll double check it. But I think yeah, the length of it. But at the same time, like I enjoyed it. It was a hills enjoyable show. It was certainly like even if you didn't enjoy certain matches or certain outcomes, it was definitely memorable. I've been thinking about it a lot today, mm. um, and I've been thinking about what's going to happen next. And I think no matter how long you've been watching wrestling, you can a- almost always, with the exception of I think two WrestleManias, you can neglect that the whole point of WrestleMania is to then carry on the story for what happens next to keep people watching. Because this isn't a, um, like, it might be the only WrestleMania of the year, but wrestling doesn't stop. So they're always going to do things to keep people watching, to make people want to come back for more. If they had ended all the storylines there in WrestleMania, people wouldn't then tune in for the night after WrestleMania. No, I I get that. I get that. But the, the fact is, is that if they're going to keep doing four hour, uh, like five hour WrestleManias, plus your pre shows, plus your NXT, plus your five hour Hall of Fames. Um, yeah, it's too much. It's too I, much. I, I, I thought someone suggesting today WrestleMania should be two days. I'm like, well, but um, it is too much. Like, But at the same time, I'm saying it's too much. I'm also seeing pictures from fans out there who have been to all of it and are just having the time of their lives. Mm. So. You know, maybe from like a sitting point of view, it might be too much because you could watch all of the Lord of the Rings in that time. But Twice. from from a fan point of view, because that's what wrestling, they don't say to you, watch the Hall of Fame. They don't say you have to watch NXT TakeOver, but you should watch WrestleMania. They don't say you, say you have to watch the build-up to it. You know, in the past, we would just watch WrestleMania. They've just added this stuff. Yeah, but to None be honest, even... Even halfway if it was just WrestleMania, halfway through WrestleMania, they told you what happened on the uh, build-up show. So, and I could. Uh, this was the first time I've ever seen NXT Takeover, and there's been many. So, isn't and I think this is the first time I've ever watched the Hall of Fame throughout. And there's been many. And bear in mind, it's now quarter past one. I'm still buzzing and still looking forward to watching Raw right now. Well. So I just personally think you're a bit of a lightweight. And my mate Nicholas, who's 11 years old, could kick your ass. Bring it, bring it, just bring it. Um, So as we wrap up, um, thoughts overall. um, Personally, this WrestleMania for me was definitely, not just because I watched that way, but it was definitely a show of two halves. Um, I I thought the first half up until... um, Shinsuke AJ was was really good overall. Um, a few duff bits in there, but the 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 great bits outweighed that of it. Um, but after that kind of bit there with with Shinsuke, 
um i i just kind of got bored um and i was glad that i wasn't watching it live uh um i enjoy i enjoyed it i thought it was a good wrestlemania i think there was certainly enough talking points we had um the streak ended we had rousey debuting um we had daniel bryan returning um we i think there was enough uh, we had Nakamura turning. I think there was enough um, memorable moments, and WrestleMania does seem to be about moments mm. rather than the whole weekend. Um, so I enjoyed it. Um, obviously, watched it live, stayed up, finished at five, and I'm I was buzzing. We've just talked about it for God knows how long, and so I think it has to be regarded in nothing else but memorable. Um, and again, you're intrigued as to what happens next. So it has done the job, I'd say. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, I'm going to watch Raw. Um, some... The only thing I'll say, the only thing I'll say that I am not disappointed by, but surprised that, that there is not now a clear number one contender. Um, every WrestleMania, someone's come out and been able to stake their claim as the number one contender. Oh, there is. The only possible... Con- people that could step forward i think i've got it down to maybe three i'm looking at matt hardy has a stake because he won the andre mm-hmm. um i still think finn balor has a stake he didn't lose no and he's never lost a title and also because of how he lost the title when he was the champion exactly he never no. lost it no um and the third is there a third? Yeah, there is. Who's who am I forgetting? One word. What's that? Carmella. Carmella. Oh, Was she going to cash in on Brock? Exactly. Um, no, uh, all right, I'm forgetting Nicholas. Good point. No. Nicholas, point. tag team, tag team champion. Now he wants a big one. Turn and Braun. Don't Brock need, v Nicholas. Don't need this anymore. Don't need this anymore. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um. Right, so that's it. I think that's done for our wrap up. I can't wait to see the Nicholas promo on Raw tonight, where he's just walking around to school, bad mouthing <laughs> teachers, beating up other kids, hitting the headmaster in their head with his belt. I can't wait to see that. I hope they do turn him heel. If they don't on on Raw tonight, it will definitely be by the next pay per view. That's for yeah. sure. Um, so thank you, thank you for listening. Almighty, Nicholas got to steal chair. Quality. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank Jesus, you. I was talking. Yeah, all over me as well. Thank yeah. you. Thank oh, yeah, you. you. Thank no. Thank you. Do you ever not stop talking? I'm talking. Do you ever not Lee, stop? Talking? Lee Malaby would love you. Stop. That's all I can say. Not stop. That's a double negative. You're do you double ever negative. Not I mean, if you said, "Do you ever stop talking?" Do you ever not talk? Never stop. But, never stopping. Mm-hmm. Never not stop. Never not stop. Don't stop. Never stop. Never stopping. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening. If you listen this far, thank you, Whiter, as always. We want Nicholas. <sighs> next, next event. Next event. He'll be back. He'll be defending that belt for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, we're back with a, another Pop After Dark Avengers special. Uh, by the way, just update on that. Um, apparently. Uh, ticket information should be coming out tomorrow. Woohoo! So, and you're uh, all invited. 
well, not not the listeners, but no, the no. the hosts of this podcast definitely are. Yeah, so. not Luke. Not Luke. Fuck Luke. <laughs> no, not fuck off, Luke. <laughs> anyway, say goodnight, Whitey. Fuck off, Luke. It's not. It's not. No. Not the phrase. That's <laughs> about the catchphrase. It's a terrible catchphrase. Who, who's going to make me a fuck off Luke T-shirt? No, well, he ain't. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, he might be doing a fuck you whitey one though. Fuck you whitey. Yeah, it's got me too. Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, oh, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? <laughs> well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our spreadsheet page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support. Podcast.